you are looking for the place to get practical home buying tips in layman's terms, real world advice on how to navigate the confusing world of home buying, choosing the best support team for yourself, understanding your credit scores, balancing debt and savings, learning proper goal setting, finding the best deals, while of course, understanding all of the facts and data and all of it presented by a giant real estate nerd. Welcome home. You found your podcast. Compiled from working thousands of hours with first-time homebuyers since 2006, these are core concepts that make it possible for you to buy a home. And here, in the first few episodes of How to Buy a Home Season 2, you're going to get all the information you need to tackle each one of these steps and stop paying your high rent. Buying a home, especially if it's your first one, is unfortunately massively overwhelming. And that is not your fault. The real estate industry has done an abusive job of ignoring first-time home buyers. So finding clear, practical, educational, and empowering information can be mega frustrating. It seems like the industry has decided that you're just supposed to go online, call a realtor and a lender, and off you go. Well, what if you want help with the planning, the researching, or educating yourself? What if you just want someone to tell you where the hell you even start, or when the hell you even start, or how? Well, this podcast has been doing that since 2019, and now this new season, season two, starts off with a step-by-step of how to buy a home from start to finish. Let's go. What is up, my how to buy homies? Yeah, that's what I called you. Uh, if this is your first episode, longtime listeners know that they've got a name, the homies. And as a homie, uh, we're excited to let you know that you're part of a mission to get honest, insightful, practical, and clear guidance to become a first-time home buyer with no regrets. So hello, my homies. My name's David Sedoni, and I've been dropping first-time home buyer knowledge since 2019 to people out there that are looking for the real deal. There is a ton of misinformation out there, so I'm going to break this down to you layman style to help crush your confusion. Now, some of you are thinking, cool, but why the hell should I trust you, dude? As I said, back in 2019, I had already done over a dozen years in real estate, and I didn't like what I saw. Mainly that first-time homebuyers were being given zero decent education and, to be honest, basically treated like garbage. I quit my broker and started this podcast. You guys will see I don't sugarcoat anything. I ain't scared of earning your trust. You have questions and you need answers. Answers that don't just say, call me, be my client. You know, the answers that give you the actual action steps, things that you can do, things that you can start today. Good news, that's how the homies roll. So we're going to start right off with a few simple steps. Get right into it. These are some baby steps. And to some of you, they might seem really small, really super simplistic, you know, kind of basic. I'm not calling you basic, just the steps. But that's done on purpose. I want you to know where I'm coming from. This is a mutual relationship. And I want to be sure that you can trust that I have your best interest at heart by empowering you with education and actionable steps. This isn't a learn and research podcast. This is a step-by-step, whether you're three years or three weeks from wanting to buy your first home. Now, the goal is to educate you, but I'm also doing this so you can feel like, you know, 
after listening to this, you made some damn progress too. We're going to jump right to steps three, four, and five, since everybody out there has to do steps three, four, and five of the process. You can all start right now. We're going to get into steps one and two a little bit later, but for right now, some of you might have already done those steps, so let's jump ahead to three, four, five. That way you can crush the confusion and actually soak up the positive vibes of this podcast. The positive vibes let you know you can do this, and here's some steps. Three, four, and five should be done simultaneously to help maximize your efforts, and you can all start today because Each of these steps in three, four, and five are super small. I mean, I'm talking five minutes, 30 minutes max. And three, four, and five are what I call the big three. Step three is working on your credit score. Step four is getting a handle on your debt and then balancing paying off your debt with step five, saving money. So step three, first up, credit score. Everybody knows about credit score. Here's a simple first step. Stop thinking about your score. Don't stress about your score. Now, I'm not saying relax, don't do anything. No, no, no. I'm saying this isn't about credit score. It's about getting your credit report. This is an action step you can do right now. Go download your free credit report at www.annualcreditreport.com. You get to do it three times a year for free. Bam. How do you like that? One step done already. Remember, it's your credit report that you want to look at, not just your score. Step four, organize all your monthly debts onto one sheet. Now, if you're a spreadsheet machine, bitchin', do that, all right? If you hate Excel, like I do, then go ahead, grab a legal pad and a pen. That works out fine. Take your monthly must-pay bills, excluding your rent, write them down, and then add them up. Then, at the same place that you wrote that total, write your monthly income. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you have just created your debt to income ratio known as your DTI. Yep. If you want to buy a home, get used to fun acronyms. And step five, don't just think about saving money to buy a home someday. Do savings. Do it now. Get to the chopper. That is a very, very ancient reference. Set up a quick automated savings account just for your home buying. Open it with 25 bucks. I don't care. Little as you want. Automate it weekly and put money automatically that goes into that account. Automate it. Automate, automate, automate. It can be 25 bucks, 100 bucks a week, 1,000 bucks a week. It doesn't matter. Set it up and automate it. And when you're naming that account, call it the down payment and closing cost savings account. Even if you don't have a clue what either one of those phrases mean. There, that's it. What are we, not even 10 minutes into this thing and you've already started your home buying process. That's the start. And if you're wondering what else you're gonna discover and learn in this season two step-by-step, let me drop some data on you. Those of you guys that listen to the podcast all the time, you know I'm a facts and data nerd, but you newcomers, (laughs) I can get pretty cringy and deep into the numbers. So here's some ones I think you're gonna really enjoy. In 2022, the U.S., there were over 1.5 million first-time home buyers that bought a home just in that one year. And the average age was, drum roll please, 36 years old. 36. Does that surprise you? 36. That number, that number has me shook. I know 
plenty of 30-year-olds out there who have their stuff together and easily could have bought a home. What royally sucks is that I am positive that many of them should have and they would have done it sooner and they could have if they'd had the right knowledge. Now, there's one reason, and I am sure of this, that the average age was 36 years old and not 30 or even 26 because the real estate industry has done less than an epic job helping to educate people. All right, straight up, they suck at it. And the reason they suck at it, this is the part that's gonna hurt a little bit. Get ready, this is gonna sting. It's because a lot of the real estate industry thinks that first-time homebuyers suck. Yeah, more on that a little bit later. And if you're brand new, hang with me because I'm really, really positive most of the time. So when the wannabe first-time homebuyers get out there and they start doing their research, where do they go? Well, they go to the millennial and Gen Z's best friend, Google, and they try to do it on their own. Now, this takes them longer than it should for them to figure out what they need to do, how to do the steps efficiently, and how to find their own personal plan to home ownership. Therefore, it takes them longer to do it, so we end up with 36. Now, I might be old, drink, Oh, uh, for you newbies, if you're not a homie, uh, you don't know that the homies uh, in season one, they made up a drinking game. Every time I say that I'm old, you drink. So even though I am old, oh, drink again. Jello shots are fine, too. I know that Gen Z's and millennials are review and research monsters. I work with enough of them. Uh, I understand that this whole generation and these generations that they rely on the computers they have in their pocket so they can deep dive in anything, anything that you're into, and especially anything that you're investigating. You guys research and the boomers don't get it. So here's the secret sauce with buying a home. I wish there was, but there is no one week of you going down the rabbit hole of the interwebs to become a professional at whatever it is you're trying to do. For this one, there just isn't that rabbit hole. Sorry, gang, even the almighty Google can't help you here because Google is gonna give you the one size fits all answer. And that, that is not buying a home. Wish it was, but it ain't. Every one of you, every single one is gonna have a different home buying journey. Period, the end, amen, hallelujah, period. I'm gonna sound like your second grade teacher here, but you are all unique. But when it comes to buying a home, I mean it. You're all unique and you all need your own specialized, personalized guidance so you can do it the most efficient way and save the most money. And isn't that the entire goal? I mean, every single step of the way, you could be doing things to do it better. I love to help as many people as I can. And the biggest problem is that I can't just hand out a general playbook that you can, you know, print out printers of these things that put words on paper for you younger people. But you can't just put this up on the fridge. Everybody's different from the very, very first step that you should take to the very end of the process, writing a home and looking at the, writing an offer on a home and looking at the houses. And if you wanna know where you should start, that answer is gonna be different for everyone. You wanna know how to write an offer on your first home purchase. This is something the homies know. This is a jacked up and petrifying truth bomb. Nobody, nobody can tell you the best way to write an offer on the house. Because when you write an offer on a house, you're writing it to a seller. And that seller is one individual particular dude or dudette or person. It's what I call a one-off. It's one person selling one home, one time, their way. And if you don't like the way things are going, there's no manager you can complain to about the process, Karen. 
Buying a home is an individual game with individual players, and your dream home's seller could be complete bat guano insane. So since 2019, I've been teaching homies how to personalize their home buying methods. And now with 200 episodes of all those details, I've taken all the information that we've done for all those years and summarized it for these first few episodes of season two. So gang, no matter where you are in the discovery period of buying a home with a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of homework, I promise that you will know exactly where you stand on your goal the goal of being able to buy a home. Now, this is not a skeezy sales pitch. I'm not saying, hey, you can do this today. Call now. We'll make your dreams come true. Nah, dude, I don't play that. All right. This is an unfiltered, truth-telling, educational step-by-step instruction from some old dude, drink, really just trying to give back. This revolution is here to correct an unfair and jacked up system, trying to right the wrong of entire industry with, you know, I'm just going to give you free edification from an industry insider. I'm going to go deep into my story a little bit, but I can tell you it starts with me doing this a long time and I can feel it. Whole bunch of you analytical spreadsheet researchers out there just got massively bummed out because I have not mentioned your exact question yet. Chillax, brah. You want facts and data. I've been dropping that since 2019. Take a look. Scroll on your phone or on computer right now. Look at that season one catalog and library. There's enough math and practical figures to make your head spin. You want to know about DTI, VA, USDA, FHA, the Fed? Well, as far as acronyms go, eventually you're going to be listening to this podcast. You're going to get so many acronyms that you're going to feel like one of those employees at Aqua. You guys remember Aqua? Aqua? O-W-C-A? Phineas and Ferb. Organization without a cool acronym? Is that like Rick and Morty, but for kids? Yeah, JT, I was trying to appeal to their younger side. Uh, Phineas and Ferb was when we were kids, remember? Not really. Okay, that's JT. He runs the cameras. I guarantee that between me and the dork over there behind the camera, over the last uh, however many years we've been doing this, there's more facts and data and market information and market updates and forecasts and predictions stuffed into that library, that catalog of episodes that you're going to find. I think there's more than you're going to find anywhere on the internet. I mean it. I am your nerdy, cringy uncle who, you know, that guy who's like super specific and has all the facts on, you know, one very specific thing. You know, thank you very much. I'm very glad that you know everything about the English Premier League, Uncle Joe, but we're watching football, American football. I'm the nerd who knows everything about the first-time homebuyer, housing market, and the process. And it's all there. You still have questions. I know you're crazy analytical. So here's some of the questions you might have. How much money do I need to buy a home? What salary do I need to buy a home? What about credit score, down payment? What about interest rate? What's the best loan? How do you find the right realtor or the right lender? Should I buy now or should I wait? Is the market going to crash? And if you buy a home, when should you start figuring out the whole process? And what the hell do you even do to get started? I'm going to answer those. And we're even going to get into nitty gritty details uh, about things like how do you figure out the entire loan process, the rates and buy downs and every other thing that goes with that. Down payment assistance programs, debt, including student loans. The question is, is it really holding you back? The answer might surprise you. And of course, we're going to get into that one we talked about. When should you reach out to a professional support team to guide you? And how do you choose the best team? You're going to find out all the tips, the tricks, the tools, the techniques on 
every subject you can think of. We've gone over homes versus condos, buying a home, a new home versus a resale home, the pros and cons of online lenders and realtors versus local vendors, buying out of town, out of state, timing your lease with your home purchase, bidding wars, housing bubbles, housing crashes, home warranties, insurance, inspections, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, another old man reference. Drink, the Wizard of Oz. Anyway, this season two has the step-by-step program to help you figure out what is most important, but not what's most important for everybody, what's most important for you. Once we figure that out, we'll help you find the right guides for your personal plan, your strategy, your roadmap, and getting you on your way. It's all right there in the season one library. And in fact, there's even 40 something interviews with a whole bunch more coming in season two. Love these interviews. You get killer tips from real people just like you who used all the information and education that they heard here on the podcast. They became empowered and then they did what they thought was impossible for them to do. And they're going to tell you their stories of going from a renter to home ownership like them. You enter here seeking knowledge so you can be confident about your decision. You're going to learn what's best for your personal journey. Learn how to choose your team. Be given the action steps to help you create individual, clear, personal roadmap designed just for you and to avoid those pitfalls and the horror stories that you hear about. And you're going to end up with your own happy ever after. If you like what you hear, but you're still wondering, who the hell is this dude? All right, here's my story. And... Here's why so many people have had me in their ear holes since 2019. Back then, I was 49 years old, and I started this labor of love back then. I'd been working in the real estate industry for about 13 years at the time, and I was straight up salty. I mean, I looked around from the inside, and I got fed up. I was pissed, man. I was sick of the BS, sick of the lies, and sick of you, the first-time homebuyer, being savagely underappreciated, underserved, and frankly, getting screwed over for the mighty dollar. What I saw was a system that would rather pass you off to an army of rookies, of newbies, of inexperienced realtors out there with a shameful lack of training. Instead of training the realtors right, big real estate and the brokers, they're playing a greedy numbers game on so many different levels. You see, the experienced realtors don't want to waste their time with you, so they pass you off to these army of untrained agents that have had less on-the-job experience and instruction than the guy in the video game section at Best Buy. So I got mad, started this passion project. This labor of love is what some people would call their third act of their life. That's a nice way of saying, I'm old and I'm going to die someday. David, slow down, man. It's too many drinks. Because you deserve better. Most people in the real estate industry think the first-time homebuyers suck. I told you that before, but let's break it down. For reals, many experienced people in real estate think that you suck time, energy, and money from them. So they toss you to that newbie rookie agent that most of the time doesn't have the knowledge and definitely doesn't have the training to help you buy even a dollhouse let alone the biggest financial purchase of your life. And here's the deal. I'm on your side. You should suck out all that time, energy, and knowledge. This is a big freaking deal. I've had buyers come to me and say, hey, I was talking to my realtor and asked me about this neighborhood, about this type of buying, about this bidding war. And their realtor looked at him with a blank stare. 
What I want to make sure is that you have the right team supporting you because this is just the tip of the iceberg on why I'm doing this. Yes, I did quit my broker because you freaking deserve way better than what's being offered to you. But rather than go deeper into that and get all aggro savage on how truly messed up the real estate industry is, let me tell you how this helps you. Understanding how the real estate industry views first-time homebuyers and unfortunately treats first-time homebuyers is going to be your biggest hack in beating this rigged system. So where you start first, and this is the biggest tip of them all, is increasing your own knowledge. The system is rigged and so you need to know how to beat the crappy game and know all the rules so you can navigate and find the solution that's buried under all that crap. You got to know the rules and beat the game, playa. JT, did I pull that off? I said, playa, did it work? I, I do not think so. No. Uh, okay, well, there's your first cringy statement from a middle-aged white dude spitting the real reel on the mic. <laughs> Gang, this is not just a how-to. This is a revolution, disrupting a bogus industry with the real truth. The goal here is guidance, not salesmanship. Education, not pushy tactics. And empowerment so you can avoid the incompetent, greedy, and ultimately consumer-confusing real estate industry. You have questions and you need answers. I mean, you're looking for advice for the, like, the most ginormous step you've ever taken in your life, right? And I wish there was, but there is no one-week training course on this because Google is just going to give you a one-size-fits-all answer. Every one of you, every single one of you is going to have a different journey buying your home. You're unique and you need specialized guidance. On this podcast, you're going to get a ton of general information for free to help shape the beginnings of what you're doing. Lots of guidelines and education and content that's going to help you in all the phases of your first home purchase. But we're also going to make sure that we focus on the fact that you're different. And there are two huge mistakes that I've seen thousands of first-time homebuyers make, and they all regret it. Now, it doesn't mean they didn't get a home. It just means they regret these two mistakes and they wish that they had implemented the fixes to these mistakes a little earlier. So if you want to win in this process, don't make these two big mistakes. This is from years of research, real stories, real events, uh, and horror stories as well as success stories that after completion, every single buyer I've ever worked with, they've always said, well, damn, if I had known that, I would have become a homeowner a lot sooner and stopped paying that stupid high rent. Yeah, that's what I hear from everyone. It was less of a struggle than they thought. So the top two mistakes, number one, not starting the planning with a professional guide sooner. And then number two, thinking that you can Google your way to your specific and personal answers, assuming that this process works similarly for everyone. So your best path comes with a long-term help of your own guide, your Yoda, your Dumbledore, instead of some, you know, untrained poser the real estate industry is trying to throw at you, who is undoubtedly just trying to get rich quick. So from the beginning, we're going to help you find people who listen to you and who want you to be the hero of the story, not them. In fact, in 2023, I had my own focus groups where I asked a bunch of renters that were in their 20s what they really wanted to know about buying a home. What do they really want to get just like, hey, here's what I want to know today. Now, I figured I was on my game. I've been doing this for like, you know, at that point, what was it, 17 years I was doing it? And damn, I found out I was wrong. 
I learned a ton by talking to these people about what these renters really want. Yeah, for some of the people that were closer to buying a home, they want to know some of the solid insider tips and the tricks of negotiating and all that stuff. But for many people out there who just haven't even started yet because it's so confusing when you start looking, they straight up just said to me, bro, I want to know what I should be doing right now to prepare. Like now, what do I do, dude? That was it. Where do I start? Thus, here we are. And season two, these first few episodes, step by step, this program was born out of listening to you. If you don't know where to start, this is it. We'll get you those action steps and we're going to help you make this your last lease ever. And for some of you, you're going to find out that's a lot closer than you think. And yes, this program is specifically tailored for first-time homebuyers, but it's for all first-time homebuyers too. In fact, uh, here in California, the law says that first-time homebuyers are people who have never bought a home or for people that have not owned a home in just three years. The law even recognizes that things change so much that anyone who hasn't done this in a little while is basically a first-time homebuyer all over again. One of the most depressing things I hear is buyers who uh, come to me when they're getting ready to buy their second or their third home because when they bought the home the last time, they didn't learn squat. So that's helpful for you because the goal here is to teach everyone how to buy a home the right way the first time. The revolution has begun. This podcast has been a great way. Actually, it's kind of forced me (laughs) to make sure that in order for me to do this full time, to reach as many of you as I can and to help educate you, I need to stay on top of not only the old school basics and principles, but the current market conditions. What's happening now? What new techniques are being used by everyone? Because let's face it, buying a home in the 2020s, It's a lot different than it was buying a home, hell, even five years ago, let alone 20 years ago. In fact, here's some current data that you might enjoy. Once again, for my facts and data nerds out there, this one's for you. In 2020, the average first-time homebuyer's income in America was $71,000, and the average down payment was 7%. Now, the numbers were a little bit higher in Canada, but a lot of the stuff works up there too. But let's think about that for a second. The average home. Now, if you're in New York or San Francisco or where I live in Orange County, you're going to be way above that. In 2022, the average first-time homebuyer's income in America was $71,000. And the average down payment was only 7%. You heard me, $71,000 and only 7%. And yeah, if you're in Canada, the numbers are a little bit higher, but I don't know how to convert all your numbers. So just you figure it out. But a lot of the stuff here works in both Canada and here in America. Pretty much all of North America, you can work with this stuff. But think about that, $71,000 or 7%. Now, here in Southern California, it was just a little bit more than $71,000, the average income, because the average home was definitely about twice the $400,000 price tag that it is everywhere else. And no, JT, you cannot work remotely. But those, I always try to make sure that everyone's understanding where things are. $71,000 and 7% down payment. How many of your friends next time you're out, if you're in your late 20s or 30s, understood that that was the average first-time home buyer last year. So let's get you on the positive side of things, understanding what you can do. Are you ready? We're going. You're really doing this. Your journey continues with episode two 
from these step-by-steps. And as my Mandalorian buddy says, this is the way. You're on the path. Now, I don't know if your path's a month or a year or three years. We're going to find out because I can't know because each of you is going to have a different starting point and a different path. But the one thing I do know, you can do this. (laughs) 